grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Oh, it feels so good. Everything is right with the world because I am right here with you. Uh, If I never touch a camera in my life again, it will be too soon. All three of our readings today deal with a simple question and its answer. The question, who does the work? Who is responsible for saving you from your sinful self? From your, sorry to say, stupid choices and the consequences that result from them, from your self-inflicted hardships, and from the pain that other people put you through because of their stupid choices, their sinful ways. Who put in the work to earn you a pardon from your guilt? Who secured you forgiveness from your debts? Who used the penal system to justly emancipate you from being convicted of the crime you committed against God's good and holy law? Who obtained unending life for you and then established a specific way to give it to you so that you would have it and have more than just these short days that we spend on this earth before the resurrection of our bodies? Who solved the death problem that you have and then gave you the way out of the grave to a physical life, not just a spiritual one, but a physical life of perfection that will never end? There are a lot of ways of asking this question today, but in its simplest form, it is, who did and does the work. The straightforward answer, Jesus Christ. He is our Savior. He is the doer of the work. Jesus is the one who secured the forgiveness of your sins. He's the one who solved your death problem. You all know you have a death problem, right? I mean, if you don't, let's have a conversation because you're going to die, right? Uh, Probably the ones who don't know they have a death problem are under the age of 20, and it's not because of anything you're doing on your own part. It's just that, you know, you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof until your body starts failing you. And now, oh, yeah, oh, I need to go see the chiropractor. <laughs> That's a shameless plug for our local chiropractor. <laughs> Love you, Carl. Who brought you into ever, his everlasting kingdom of God? Jesus Christ did. And through his Holy Spirit, he does everything you need to be a forgiven sinner. One who will be resurrected in your body on the last day of time to continue living the life that you have received from Christ that is free of sin and that will last forever. This is what the three readings from Holy Scripture today are getting at. They get at a lot more too, but let's focus on this. Luke 8.5 says, A sower went out to sow his seed. Who sowed his seed? The sower. The sower sowed the seed. I know, it's rocket science, right? 
Who sowed it? The sower. Makes sense. So who is responsible for the life of the sowed seed? For it growing, blossoming, fruiting, living? The sower is. Stephanie and Brent are. Right? You guys sow seeds, right? Sorry. Put them on the spot. I am, as I'm getting to be a gardener. I'm responsible for my elderberries' growth. Not themselves. Me. Luke 8.11 says, the seed is the word of God. Jesus doesn't make it complicated. The seed in the parable is God's word. Our heavenly father has sown the seed of life. The seed is his word. And as John 1 tells us, God's word is Jesus. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.1 and 1.14. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, the Son of the Father. Jesus did and does all the work to save us from our sinfulness, from the consequence of sin, death, and to give life to us so rich and so abundant that it won't end. This is why in the 2 Corinthians reading, Paul says that even though he could boast about his works, and then in good fashion he does, (laughs) to prove a point, he says it's foolishness. So instead, he will boast about his weaknesses. Therefore, Since bragging about works is foolishness, Paul says, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. This is Paul's way of saying what John the baptizer said. I must decrease. He must increase. Don't look at me and think, oh, well, yeah, he's doing well because look at, he's got all the skills. I know you wouldn't look at me specifically and say that, but don't look at someone and say, oh yeah, things are going well for him. Look at him. No. Paul was well-trained, well-schooled. He was amazing. And he was saying, I am weak. It's all Christ. All Christ all the time. Who has the right to brag? The seed or the sower? The sower. Now some today would probably say, the seed. Well, everything it needs to develop is right there already. Well, sure, because God put it there. But in this parable, in this analogy today, the sower, the gardener, he has the right to brag when what he planted grows up and fruits. The one who does all the work of planting, watering, providing nutrients, fertilizers, right? these good things, sunlight, the one who protects the, the little plant from predators and weeds, He's the one who gets all the bragging rights. The seed, it simply receives the work. It's like LJ sitting there, receiving God's grace. Amen, right? Didn't have to do anything. Bethany's not doing anything right now. Notice I'm on a, I'm on a routine. You, if I haven't named names yet, yeah, you might be going, oh, yeah, it's okay, huh? 
I'll skip you. If you shrink down, I can't see you. I'll skip you. No. I just missed you guys. One way of, of being with you is saying your name. Names have power. The seed just receives the gifts that the sower wants to give. It's all reception. It's all passive. It's foolishness for us to think that in terms of faith in Christ, in terms of our salvation, in terms of Christ justifying you by lovingly, sacrificially going to the cross where he hung and died for you, bleeding out his precious lifeblood to water our souls through baptism and fertilize our faith in his holy supper. It's foolishness for us to think that we've done anything worth bragging about in those terms. We are nothing but recipients of all his work. As Jesus teaches us in John's gospel, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Now, don't get too sidetracked with the mixing of metaphors here. But Jesus died and went into the ground, and now he was resurrected. And not just he, but everyone who put their faith in him. All of us will be resurrected too, because he did all the work. God has sown his seed, his word. And Jesus Christ is that word. He is that seed. And he was sown into the dirt of the grave to grow up to life, to be resurrected so that we would be resurrected with him, so that you would be forgiven and live. What could we do without first receiving everything from God? Nothing. Nothing. You couldn't even exist without first receiving life from God and an atmosphere to live in. As we heard in Isaiah 55, 10 and 11, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth fruit and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word, seed, be that which goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose. And it shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Who is responsible for your forgiveness? For David's rescue? For Kate's unending life under his eternal care? Christ is. It's not up to David or Kate. It's not up to you. It's up to Christ who did and does all the work for you so that you would live, would believe, and will live eternally. Christ Jesus is. The seed of the Father sown into your heart by His Holy Spirit through the hearing of His Word and the distribution of His sacraments, baptism and His supper. The one true triune God is the doer of your faith, my friends. He is the one who does. Anything that you do as a Christian He's doing through you. He is the doer of the work that gives you life, forgiveness, salvation, and eternity. Thanks be to God. Have it no other way. Because if it was you doing the work, it wouldn't be very good. You don't have to work to grow up toward the heavens, toward the sky. 
You're not expected to muster up within yourself the morality that isn't there to earn heaven. You don't have to find a way to sprout out your limbs in order to grasp the sun because the sun is already there for you. You don't have to worry about the darkness. Neither do you have to worry about the scorching heat because you're not a leggy seedling focusing too much on growing up instead of letting your roots be strengthened by the soil of Christ so that you will have a strong foundation in him for mature growth in God's timing according to the sower's will and the sower's way. You don't have to concern yourself with protecting your life from the predator, from Satan. Your Lord, the sower, is actively protecting you. Do you know that? I hope you know that. He is actively. He is not this this, uh, watchmaker God. He didn't wind you up and then just say, hey, I'm going to leave it be and see what happens. He is engaged in your life, protecting you. He has planted his seed in you. You are his seed now. The word is in you. And he is deeply interested in seeing to your health and well-being. Can seeds protect themselves? No. Do seeds decide where they're going to grow? No. You don't have to worry about it. That's up to him. He takes all the responsibility for all the work. Thanks be to God. The sower went out to sow his seed. And that seed is the word of God, Luke 8, 5, and 11. You are alive, dear Christian, and you will live forever because of the sower and his seed. Period. That's gospel. You didn't do that. You were the result of that. You are the thing growing. You. Therefore, with Paul, we boast all the more gladly of our weaknesses. Are you weak? Are you broke? Are you a sinner? Yes, you are. Amen, amen. Truly, truly. And so you depend on the sower to prune your branches, to water you, to feed you, to shelter you from the storms, to make sure you're in good soil. He has given you all you need for your unending life, and it will be free of sin. You may not see it now, but it will be. You will be rescued from the sins of others too. All the hardships that you face, even from taking bar exams, our Lord and Savior is taking care of you. Jesus Christ is your Lord. He is your Savior, your sower. Because He did all the work necessary for you to live, for you to believe, and for you to live eternally with Him in His garden. Amen. Amen. Now I'm in the peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding. Guard and keep your hearts in Jesus Christ, to life everlasting. Amen. Amen.